This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dad, I assume Tom. This afternoon, I get to speak with a man who's taken over Las Vegas with Mr. Daddy's Cabaret, a 12-act variety show. Stevie Mac, how are you today? I'm feeling about as good as you look, baby. <laughs> then, Real good. Then you feel terrible. No, no, you look good, baby. Come on. <laughs> so, man, you are the, uh, what do we call you, master of ceremonies, ringmaster, ringleader? Like, what's your official title other than Mr. Daddy with this? Um... But you can call me whatever you want, baby. Just call me later. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I mean, you call. I mean, I don't. I never put a title on. Really, really. I get. I'm the master of ceremonies. Yeah, yeah. I'm the host. Hostess with the mostest. There you go, man. Well, you guys Daddy perform bring, Tuesday. Tomorrow's speech today. <laughs> well, you guys perform uh, Tuesday and Wednesday nights at Mosaic on the Strip. You know, yes. take, take me into the background of the show. Like, how did you develop the the show? And like, how did you guys hook up in Vegas? So, um. Really, like the pandemic was the um, was the catalyst, right? So um, here's how it went down. Um, I throw events in Vegas. I've been I'm an entertainer. I've I've been throwing events in Vegas, like underground Burning Man style events, and uh, like themed like parties at Arks and, and all these different venues in Vegas since 2012 under Epic Entertainment. It's my first company. Uh, it's EPYK. Every person you know. Uh, so I I my we actually did my second Epic Enter. Epic Entertainment's two-year anniversary party was at Mosaic on the Strip Theater, which was previously called Tommy Wynn Theater, and that was in 2014. I'm sorry, so that was 2014, yeah. So, so I, I have history in that building. Actually, they stole me three thousand dollars, but uh, <laughs> that's Tommy Wynn. So, you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, so um, I went there, like uh, you know, because like I had like. You know, the history there, like, oh, whatever, but it's under-demanded, cool. So I met Dean Coleman, going there, like, uh, as a meeting to throw a party there, you know, and it, uh, it was during the pandemic, and, uh, this new man is just, like, going with a breath of fresh air, like, cool, I'm not gonna bring that old stuff into this. And so, I met Dean, and Dean's, like, the man. Dean's, like, Michael Jordan of theater, like, I was, I was, like, whoa, like, kind of almost, like, shell-shocked. This guy is, like, on the level, he is, I mean, I've never met a person that operates on a level like this guy, is unreal. Uh, so, I was like, and we, we have, like, the same here, so we're, like, popping up, this is January 12th this year, mm -hmm. and, uh, and he's like, we're not doing any parties here, you know, uh, we're doing, we have four shows here right now, but our doors are closed on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Like, if you throw me a proposal for a show on those days, I'll entertain it, because our doors are closed. Because mm -hmm. it was COVID, right, so you can only put 50 people in the building, you know? And I'm like, wow. So I left there, like, with this information, and I'm like, whoa. It took me, like, two weeks to, like, like digest that. Like, to really, like, what? You just hit me? Okay, so now I'm like, all right, let's do this. So now I'm getting my wheels, my wheels are turning, you know, like, I'm I'm thinking about, I'm going to host a variety show. I'm going to put together a variety show. I know all these entertainers. Everyone in this town at this time was, like, out of work. Like, we were all, like, dude, we got hit so hard, and, like, everyone was just, like, being for, like, a, outlet to perform, you know? And you it sit was, there and you're right across the street from uh, Park MGM while you do it. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, so then, um, so I met up with my, my, uh, my friend Tita, 
Okay, about a month goes by, or like I was, like you know, getting getting all these manifests. I was manifesting all these things. But with Tina, Tina's a really boss. She's a boss woman. She's like such a boss. She's an executive producer of the show. And um, I was like, Tina, we have this opportunity right now. Would you be down to like you know get involved with this? You know, she's like, hell yeah. So we met up at my house on a Tuesday. This was like, I believe it was like uh, February like the second February. Like, 11th or something like that, right? It was like right before Valentine's Day. Anyways, um, we met that time and we called, we, we wrote down 16 of our friends, like 16 people, like itch that we were going to call to lock in for this possible proposal that we're going to We did, we met the next Tuesday. We had eight acts, including ours. We were both, because she's an actor in the show as well. She's the hypnotizing hippie. She's a snake charming burlesque, like, um, you know, crazy act. That's insane. Um, and so, so with my act, Man in the Mirror, and her act, we had 10 acts, and we're like, boom, I wrote the proposal out. I sent it to Dean. A week goes, that was a Tuesday, a week goes by, and like, I called him, he's like, you know, I got the email. What was it? What was it? That Tuesday, and then I called him on Friday, I got the email. Then on the next Tuesday, he still didn't get back to me. I'm like, I hit him, I'm like, Dean, what's up, man? He's going He's like, yeah, but you didn't really tell me when you wanted to do the show. I'm like, yes, I did. Right there. He's like, you didn't really tell me, like, what the show was about. I was like, yes, I did. He's like, what's kind of me? I'm like, okay. You didn't tell me how much the house was going to get paid. I was like, Dean, you never told me, like, how much you want me to pay you. You just told me to send your proposal. He's like, you're right. All right, cool. Come see me tomorrow at 7 o'clock, right? So I'm like, okay, cool. So me and Tina were freaking out, like, we're going to have a show on this baseboard. No way. Right? So we show up at 7 o'clock, and he's like, hey, what's up? He sits me down in the theater. He's like, yeah, we, we, we just, like, we're just, like, we, I felt like I've known this guy forever. We just showing up, like, our banter. just, like, with Matt lining up. And he's like, yeah, dude, you shook my hand, like, I'll give you a shot. Like March twenty third, boom, two shows, one night. I was like, wow. So we we had eight acts at that time. We we worked the show and like uh I had this Instagram fame thing from uh this all gas no breaks video that I did um with Mr. Daddy, which the Mr. Daddy thing came from um this um I was in a throwable relationship in twenty fifteen. These two girls and uh yeah, you know, they always call me daddy. Really. But I I'm a businessman, so we're in the office working and stuff and uh <laughs> They're like, they're like, no, we hear an oh, you're Mr. Daddy. So that's what I came for. So, anyway, so Tina was like, you should host the show as Mr. Daddy. And I was like, oh, wow, really? She's like, we want to roll it like that? She's like, yes, definitely. So I was like, boom, okay, cool. We'll roll it, Mr. Daddy's camera. That's catchy as hell. So we did that March 23rd at 7 o'clock and 10 o'clock. And I was out there, like, street teaming it with my man in the mirror suit. Like, I was on it, like, getting it. And uh we did it, and it was like, I knew the show was going to be good, right? But, like, I didn't know it was going to be that good. I was like, <laughs> so good. It's so good. It's really good. Yeah. Well, I got to come check it out. I'm going to be in Vegas next month. So, you know, I'm going to need to uh, swim. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. What's, what days are you going to be here? What, what's your days? Uh, let's see. The calendar, like, I'm supposed to be there for either Star Trek convention or CinemaCon, depending which one I'm covering. So... Let's see. Stupid calendar broke it up into uh, the day of the week. So either I'm going to be there, uh, you know, 11th through the 15th or um, 23rd through the 25th. Sick. Yeah. 11th through the 15th. Mm. Let's see. Yeah, the 11th is definitely a day that we can have you. The 25th? No. You said... 23rd to the 25th? Yeah, I'll be there, you know, for right. either one of those, depending who says yes. Yeah, first. You're, it's perfect. You're, you're literally there on the days that we can do the show. It's so sweet, man. We'll put you in the front row. Promise I won't embarrass you. I'll make you take your shirt off once. <laughs> no. 
But I mean, you want to this cast or cast is so sexy. Dude, this show is ridiculous. You know, we've we've seen some photos and we saw the we saw the. You saw my nudes? Go back. No, we saw the theater and we saw some photos on the, uh, Mr. Daddy's Cabaret, uh, website, you know, mrdaddyexperience.com. Yeah. You know, gotta keep it clean yep. style, man. You gotta yeah. make sure that so, people, uh, come and see what you got to offer in person. Yes. Sweet. Yeah. But yeah, dude, the only thing that you guys are missing at this point is like a pro wrestling show. Like you got, uh, what's it called? Uh, acrobatics uh, off chains. You got some dude picking up weights with a, with his manhood. You know, a gorgeous woman snake charming. Uh, drag queens on stilts. You got everything going on here. Yeah, it's really good. We need wrestlers. I mean, I, I can wrestle you. What are you saying? August 11th. Get greased up, man, because that that's a pain. Oh, you my body body hair. was sweat. You sweating in there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you pull off this show super quick. You know, they give you two nights in March. They, they love the concept and here you go. You're off, you're off and running. And now what's it like that Vegas is finally open again? Cause I think you guys opened up, uh, before everybody else on June 1st. So it was, it was like, um, so we did the two shows, right? And Vegas was so close at the time. And then, uh, Dean, Dean invited us to come back. He's like, yeah, man, this is great. And then, like, literally, like, Vegas opened up, like, April 1st. Right? So now Vegas is open now, like, not open all the way, but, like, now Dean is, like, selling out his four shows that are there. Now he can, so he's, like, slam-packed with all these things. So there's no, like, bandwidth for him to come in. So, like, we didn't even really talk again until, like, like, May. You know, like, so, it was, like, he, I finally, I, I, the universe was telling me to finally hit up, hit him up. I was like, I think he's settled down enough where he can call me. So he's like, yeah, I was just, I called him up. He's like, yeah, I was thinking about you the other day. He's like, come on, let's talk about some more dates for your show. I'm like, yes, because his, his doors are so closed on, because he's, he's selling out shows Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, into Monday now. But his doors are so closed on Tuesday and Wednesday. He's like, why would this theater be closed? So he's like, so my show is going to like, let's wiggle, I'm going to wiggle in there, right? You know? Right. So, um, so we met up, boom, we talked about it, bang, and then, we did, we, we locked in dates when he's like, I'm going to give you these dates, you know, June 22nd, June 23rd, and June 29th, and June 30th, and we'll see how you guys do. And then just boom, off to the races. Yeah, and we did it. Dude, well, congratulations. You're doing something right if you were able to pull it off in the middle of uh, the lockdown. But it's June 29th, June 29th, June 30th. Like that. It was June 29th, exactly the day we premiered on that one. I was looking at my calendar. <laughs> you know how we do it. Yeah, you know. You got to anyway, keep Yeah, so, uh, yeah, so it's June 29th, June 30th. And then we did, uh, so my birthday was actually July 2nd. My birthday is July 2nd, which is um, 7.02, which is crazy. Hey, happy belated birthday. You know, so my birthday in between there. So like we did the show and then, um, my, um, I met my creative director, MJ. He's amazing. He's amazing. He's so talented. He came in and we, we reworked the whole show like, uh, from the first week into the second week. And now we like, we created this like entire, like story. Like it just brings you into journey into like this, like, uh, realm of like Las Vegas and like what Vegas is about. Like, like, Literally, like, this is the definition of what a Las Vegas show is and should be and what is, and we're going to keep making it better and better and better. It's already ridiculous. 
honestly saying, like, so good. Like, unbelievable five-star reviews from everyone that's seen the show. Guaranteed 100% next question. <laughs> However, we are so passionate that we, we can't stop, won't stop. And like, I'm telling you, we've only done the show six times. And this sixth time was like, man, I'm, like, I'm still, like, crying, like, high. I'm still high from, like, how good that shit was. And I'm, I'm like, I'm so excited. Like, the cast that we have, we're, they're all just so passionate performers. We're all local, like, just, we're ready to go. We're ready to go. That's awesome, man. So what's like an audition process? I mean, you start with eight acts, you're up to 12 now. Like, how's the audition process look to get on the show? Well, so it wasn't like that. So we had, we started with eight and then we knew we were going to, we, we had them like eight confirmed when they sent the proposal out back then. That was in February. And then we locked in the other, the other four acts. You know what I'm saying? So like, there was no auditions. We, um, we knew this, we, we know, we know so many entertainers and like a lot of people had their own contracts and stuff like that because the city was opening back up. So we had, um, these, these, um, entertainers like their acts and we, seeing them, we want to put them on game. So, and, uh, the audition, you know, like we, we work in Las Vegas, like, you know, we see their act, it's like that, you know, like there was, there really was no audition process. Right. To be honest with you. Okay. You know, Ve- like, Vegas has a ton of different variety acts, variety shows, you know, drag queen shows, uh, celebrity impersonators, magicians, hypnotists, all that stuff going on. Like, how did, how were you able to make yours stand out in comparison to all the other shows that had previously been, been around in Vegas? Well, it's, um, basically, you could, you could just take the entire, like, combination of all of Las Vegas experiences and put it into one show. That's what I got. Yeah. It's got everything. You know, I'm not like trying to copy anyone or anything like that. I'm just trying, I'm trying to give you what Vegas deserves as a fucking show for Vegas about like all the things gritty and grimy from passion from the heart from locals that like we out here performing because we love it and it is, it is what it is. It's the real Las Vegas. You know, this is it. And, um, um, like we have, we have magic, we have comedy, we have, we have aerial, we have, we have all the things that you would want and more. I don't want to give you too much information because I definitely got your mom's phone number last night. <laughs> um, no, nah, I'm just kidding. Um, so it's honestly, it's, it's ridiculous. The show is amazing. It's really good. Really, really good. You know, with Vegas now being open back up, everything's going on. Uh, you know, people aren't all going to want to rush out to see Celine Dion at, uh, at Caesar's palace. So you're giving them something that, uh, you know, people are going to want to sit there and have an experience with that they're going to go home and go, dude, we went to Vegas. You got to check out this Mr. Daddy's Cabaret. Yeah, what? Yeah. With, with all that going on and you knew all these performers and everything else, like how difficult is it to schedule which act goes on at which, uh, which interval? You know, because you have to sit there, whether it was trial or error or whatever, but like sketch out like, here comes the trapeze artist. Here comes the comedian. Here comes the the yeah. stilt walkers, and so on and so forth, going on in between. So yeah, that's actually where uh, Tita shines so bright. Like, um, because Tita really like took that and ran with it. You know, my executive producer, uh, Tita Sativa. She um, that's the was I previously mentioned. We wrote the proposals together. She like came in. She came in like, 
like like a ninja, like this is what we're gonna do because the flow. And she broke it down like really well. Like um, we want to break up this, this, and this. Like the air like with this, like we flow into this. And it's like you know, like um, she really did a great job with that. And we have reworked it um to because we had to, um there's a couple acts that um didn't come from the March 23rd show because um Mrs. Fett she had uh. She she can be a dentist, and so she had school ob- obligations that she couldn't do. Mm-hmm. And um, and we had a new actor, Jen Rinaldi. Um, she's uh, amazing. Like Jane acts, so we had a new actor with her as well, mm-hmm. and she's one of our directors as well in the show. And um, so we had a couple of different things that we changed up, right? So. So now what happens when like the, the bigger organizations come in, you know, like somebody from, let's pick on Caesar's Palace since I already did that with Celine Dion comes in, checks out the show and goes, all right, this might not work for Caesar's, but this might work for say Fremont street. You know, like, do they come to you and like try to commission you to go, Hey, since you're here Tuesday, Wednesdays, what do you think about, you know, Saturday, Sunday at our place, uh, over, you know, at the Four Queens, for example. I'm going to tell them to get the checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. I'll get the checkbook. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, sometimes uh, the the big fish tries to eat the little fish and then steal from from you guys and steal your talent. I want to be, be loyal to the Mosaic on the strip. Mm-hmm. I love that theater. That theater is passionate. There's so much history in that theater. Like, that's utopia. That was like, that was like, man... Like that theater has so much history, it's unreal. It's like, so I love that. I love that it's not in the casino, that you don't have to like park, cause this is a local show. This is, the local's gonna come see my show too, right? So, you know, to go to the strip, you gotta park, gotta walk, gotta walk through, like, if it's a season, you, you gotta walk a mile to get to the costume almost in here, you know? And then, but at the mosaic, you just park right there, boom, walk right in, that shit, you know? So, I really like that. I mean, don't get me wrong, like, Fremont, you can just street park and walk around in a circuit too. So, I mean, there is that. So right. I'm saying, yeah, that, that's yeah, what we I don't want say, people stealing your show or anything. No, because we don't want people question. stealing your show. What's that? We don't want people stealing your show, you know. Oh, no, how can they steal the show, man? Are you going to kidnap me? Are you going to kidnap me? <laughs> no, you know, how, how some people like co- copy acts or like steal talent or whatever. Oh, they're going to like replicate what we got? Yeah. They can, I mean, if they do it, man, honestly, bro, they should because like, dude, Vegas needs more shows like this, dog. Like, fuck it. I mean, they, it's never going to be Mr. Nice Hair Rock P in that a show. But like, for real, like, Vegas needs more shows like this. I'm not going to lie. So like, if they did it, I'm... Yeah, cool. Flattery is the best form, uh, you know, imitation is the best form of flattery. I am not going to stop what I'm doing. There's somebody else going to do it. And you know what I'm saying? I so, dig it. But, uh, but, well, let, let's put it like this. So the show, the shows are nine o'clock at night, Tuesday, Wednesday, you know, at the mosaic on the strip. Uh, let's say the show gets out 11, 1130, right? Yeah. It's 11, 1130. Like how blown is my mind that I'm going to sit there and you know what? Forget going to the club. I got to go to the bar and decompress. Okay. Like, is that the deal? Or, like, am I still going to be so hyped that I'm going to want to, like, party with you guys at a club somewhere else? Oh, for sure. Easily. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I go events in Las Vegas. So, my company, Epic Entertainment, like I said before, EPYK, we throw, um, we throw themed events. Our niche is uh, kinky events, like, so we have a full party, like imagine a mega club scene, rave scene, 
Mm-hmm. And then we have a full dungeon scene as well. So you walk, you have to sign a waiver to get into the dungeon area. Mm-hmm. And there's professional femdoms with uh, all the uh, British furniture with impact play and wax play and, um, you know, all of the kinks that you would want to get in involved with done very sexy and tastefully and 100% exactly what you're looking for with Epic Entertainment. Our events, and that's at Sahara Event Center every third Friday of the month, wow. from 10 p.m. to 5 a.m. Okay, so Sahara's back, or do they just keep at the event center? Because I know it was the SLS for a while. Oh, so the Sahara, I'm not referring to the casino, okay. um, Sarah. Sahara Event Center is at 800 Karen uh, Avenue. That's where um, where Green Door's at. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like a is it indoor sock, uh, indoor uh, roller hockey roller. Sarah, Sarah Event Center, 800 Karen Avenue. Okay. For some reason, I was, I thought it was attached to the casino. No, 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 it's not, it's not. So you got your, so you got the, this connection with the event center, you got this connection, uh, performing a, at the mosaic, you got all this stuff going on, you're essentially taking over Las Vegas' underground scene. Like, let's say we saw you at Costco on a regular, uh, you know, Friday afternoon. Like, would we realize that it's Stevie Mac, or are you just some dude incognito, you know, going and get, going to the cereal aisle or something? You're never gonna see me. <laughs> I'm coming and I'm going If I was a state, okay, so like, if I was a state, mm-hmm. my state bird would be the peacock. <laughs> a peacock everywhere. And it's not like, uh, like, this is why I'm, I'm radically, I'm radical self-expression with mm-hmm. what I wear, how I move, how I act, and I treat everyone how I want to be treated. Mm-hmm. You know, like a boss, you know? So like, I love and respect everyone, you know, like, that's the way that I was raised, that's the way that's always going to be. Right. You know? And like, have you, you know, you grew up in Florida, you grew up in Orlando, so you were like the Disney World kid out there. Yeah, yeah we was Disney all the time. <laughs> Universal Studios all the time. It was so much fun. I know you went we to Holy Land What's that? So we, we grew up on a swamp. We had a bunch of, we had like, my, I had like three acres of land and then my, my neighbors had like 12 acres. So we grew up like a bunch of land and there's a swamp in my backyard in Orlando, right? So I had my first, like, I had three when I was two. So we were out there with all the motorbikes and all the things in the swamps. You know, we had like, you know, we definitely had your passes to Disney. My mom was like on a paper route with Disney. They want a paper route into Disney. Mm-hmm. Stuff my family owned the paper out, so we were like in Disney all the time. Nice, man. I love it. I have a Mickey Mouse tattoo. <laughs> like, <laughs> that part of the inspiration that. for for like the kink stuff too, because there's some okay. fans that get into, that, that, way, into that stuff. What's up? I said there's some Disney fans that get into that stuff. I'm sure everybody gets into it, but I'm, that was a weird correlation. But yeah, <laughs> um, I'm down to uh, do some weird stuff with Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Our blue house, easily. <laughs> All day. Well, this is not my type of house. Yeah. Like, when, when you first started Epic and then you started doing your performances, like, was this as a kid or was this something that, like, came naturally, in, like, later on in life? Like, were you that shy little kid or were you all over the place back then, too? No, I was never a shy kid. No, I was always, like, you know. I mean, I think the, inter- uh, the entertainer clicked when I was 15. My friend, uh, Brian Daw, he's a, he's a DJ and we were like in his room. He's like, I'm going to be a DJ and just kept going to like the drop shop and he's getting records. Like he would be there. 
I was like 16. He was like, you know, my best friend. We were, you go to the record store and he would put on a record, boom, like with headphones and stuff like this. I'm going to be a DJ. So he had, he has turntable on layaway, uh, at the, at the, the pawn shop, literally. Mm-hmm. Pawns and stands. Turntable was on layaway. Anyway, so he got his first one out. We had, we had crates of records already. I was going there with him all the time. And like he shut, so like he started DJing in his bedroom. I was with him all the time. And he's like, show me how to DJ. And I was like, dude, I don't want to DJ. I'm, I'm going to be on the stage dancing. Entertaining people. I'm an entertainer, and that's what, like that's when I clicked. When I was like, I'm an entertainer. I'm not a DJ. I'm like, I'm a DJ. I'm an entertainer. Boom. And I, ever since then, I was like, that's my role. That's what I'm. That's what I'm here for. You know. And uh, that's when I clicked for me. I think that was the day. But now, now I am. I am DJing now. I'm actually. I produce music as well. I have three tracks that I produced. Um, as Man in the Mirror. Nice man. Yeah, I saw the Man in the Mirror costume, dude. That's a sick costume. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, built by myself. Um, the mask is a plaster mold on my face. The plaster mold on my face. Um, it took me about a year, I guess, to make it. It's just the second one. The first one, I don't know what I'm talking about. The first one got stolen, but I don't talk about that. <laughs> well, at least we got the new one. It's the updated one. It's the uh, it's the two point Yeah, two point oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So we got this like a just like fifteen hundred mirrors on the mask. Yeah, I cut I cut each one. I cut each one with a glass cutter. I shave each mirror so it's not sharp. And mm-hmm. I glue each one on in the, the suit as well. The suit is probably like 3,000 mirrors on the suit. Like mm-hmm. 4,000. Yeah, I've, uh, I made that for art installation for Burning Man in 2012. Man, you're a walking disco ball in that thing. Yeah, way. Yeah. All right. Before I let you go, Stevie, because I, I know you got so much to do and the show's coming up this week. You gotta, you gotta prep Tuesday and Wednesday, and I know you're gonna be partying up all weekend since it is Friday afternoon. You know, you might need a nap to wake you up for, uh, tonight's festivities. Let's say somebody comes out from Idaho. They want something unique. They want something a little risque. And they wanted to stay on the strip because, you know, they just are getting ready to go to some Korean barbecue place, uh, that's open 24 hours right afterwards. Tell everybody why they needed to come see Mr. Daddy's Cabaret. All right, folks. Step right out. Uh, if you want to see a Las Vegas show, uh, this is the definition of a Las Vegas show. It's every single aspect of Las Vegas is the real Las Vegas brought to you by Las Vegas. Um, it's everything you want and more in Las Vegas show. Aerial acts, weird comedy off the wall, party, sexy, sultry, burlesque, cirque, you know, classy, fancy, poppin', off the wall, Mr. Daddy's Cabaret is the definition of a Las Vegas show. I love it, man. Mr. Daddy's Cabaret, check him out, MrDaddyExperience.com. Where can they find you on social media if they want to connect with you, Stevie? So, um, Mr. Daddy's Cabaret is our tag on all, on all social media platforms. Mr. Daddy's Cabaret, my personal, uh, Instagram is official Mr. Daddy. It's, uh, MR Daddy. Official MR Daddy. Stevie Mac, thank you so much for your time, man. I'll be in touch when I come out, check everything out. Uh, you know, looking forward to meeting you face to face because I think it's going to definitely be an uh, offstage experience when I get to hang with you. Yeah, yeah, boy. Um, yeah, you got my number, man. Text me and let me know, and I'll make sure to get you in the front row. Okay, bud. All right, sounds good, man. I'll talk to you later. Uh, nice talking to you. Thanks for your time.